Hello, everybody. Jason and Alex back again for Greetings. more for more fantasy football sackos. Today we are going to be doing some mock drafting. Uh, we're going to be talking about who we think the biggest values are as we go through these rounds. We're going to try and do some eighty pleasing games where we uh, you Ooh. know try to target a player to hit us back or come back to us around the turn. And I think we might even pick each other's draft positions. So, oh my gosh, the excitement! Stick around. If that doesn't keep if that doesn't keep you tuned in, I don't know what will. Stick around to watch me or listen to me smoke Alex in this mock. Come on, man! Oh, by the way, we are uh, ad free today. In case anybody was wondering, uh, completely ad free. I don't know. Just just let everybody know. No, no advertisements. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos Podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Let's go! Fantasy Football Sackos, as I mentioned in the opener, we are doing a mock draft today. Jason here and Alex uh, getting ready to, uh, you know, prepare for draft season, right? We've done all of our rankings. We know who's going to be good this year. We've done all the analysis. Time to put it to the test. If you have not listened to any of our rankings podcasts, they are all out for your entertainment and enjoyment. And then I think next week, we're going to use the data and information we gather today. And I think next week, we're talking sleepers. So also, I think we're probably going to drop a couple, uh, a couple early clips of sleepers on our YouTube, which, by the way, is six subs away from 200. So if you're into the podcast, you want to support us, please go to our YouTube channel, the FF Sackos, Fantasy Football Sackos. Hit that like, subscribe button, ring the bell. Do what you got to do. Get us to 200, please, for the sake and of And all, all of our rankings are at thefantasyfootballsackos.com. We have a fantastic website. Uh, I'd also like to mention that rating and reviewing us on whether it's Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your podcast helps us out a whole bunch. Uh, as an example, this uh, the most recent review that we have on uh, Apple Podcasts is from Not Beth Jezos. Um, <laughs> and the title of this review is The Pizza of Podcasts. Even when it's bad, it's still good. So thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. You're a real no, it's, one. It's, it's Beth. Oh. Thanks, Beth. Uh, I didn't know Beth Jezos listened to fantasy football, but here we are. You ever hear his song? <laughs> yes, the Bo song. I love it. That that whole yeah. special. If you have not listened to the Bo Burnham special, not a sponsor. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Fan really freaking tastic, man. All right. Um, let's chat draft position here. We've already talked about it a little bit in previous podcasts. If you guys do any competitions among your league mates to try and pick or determine draft order. You want to fight and claw and cheat your way into picking <laughs> in the top three. Like, okay, maybe, yeah. maybe not cheating, but no, no, there's some I, bribing I full, or anything. I fully that's encourage like, it. Anything with loose morals. I think that is definitely encouraged. So totally agree. Top three or bottom three are are the way to go i think if you're picking like four through eight you are hurting you're in, for a, rough, certain. You're in a rough spot i like it rough all right 
Alex, let's uh, pick each other's draft orders. Do you want me to pick in the top three or bottom three? Or do you have a number in mind? Oh, that's funny. I was actually going to make you pick four. Uh, just a, a little inside baseball here. Uh, okay. Before we started, me me and Jason were, we actually did a podcast uh, while we were, um, you know, waiting for each no, other. No, we did a mock draft while we were waiting for each other. Oh, sorry. What did I say? You said we did a podcast. Oh, we did a podcast. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> mentally, what, that's what we're doing now. I mentally did a podcast oh, okay. as I was, as I was looking at, <laughs> at things. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Um, but honestly, I don't care. Uh, if you want to do top three, bottom three, um, I will make you, uh, no, it's fine. I, I'll you know stick what? with four. I'm sticking four. Okay. But Fair I'm going to put you, I'm going to put you close to the turn, but not like close enough where it still gets annoying. You're probably going to sniped a couple times. So I'll put you at 10. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Ladies and gents, we are going to get this started off the board. The first three picks. Derek Henry at one should never happen, followed by Dalvin and then <laughs> CMC. That is the worst start to a draft. If this is my friend drafting like this, I am absolutely going bananas and calling him terrible for draft for not draft for drafting anybody other than Christian McCaffrey at the one on one. So three running backs off the board here. Uh, are we thinking PPR scoring or half here? I, we're we're thinking half, um, and this is just the spot where it's like, what the hell are you supposed to do? Because, I mean, at this point, Devontae Adams is like the, in our minds, right? Like the top wide receiver. Yeah. But his ADP is 12. Tyreek's 9. Travis Kelsey's 11. So you got Camaro, Jonathan Taylor, Saquon, Nick Chubb, Zeke, uh, Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler. Um, like four is the worst spot it's just the worst yeah this is pretty pretty damn terrible um but oh i don't know who's a top it's just awful yeah it really is and uh i can't go saquon because the injury is just too bad. Got to see him healthy. Got to have him practice. Like, I like Jonathan Taylor more than Kamara because I hate Kamara without Drew Brees. I'm really, honestly, I don't know. I'm, I'm between Zeke and Devontae here or Travis Kelsey, but Travis Kelsey would just be obscene. Um, oh. it's, it's the worst spot as you have eight seconds left to pick. Zeke uh, it is. That's it. I just ripped the bandaid off. I'm calling the bounce back season for the boys. Dak is back. Good times are on the way. And then after da- or after Zeke went, Kamara, Taylor, Barkley, Devontae went at the 1-8, which hurts Alex. And Nick Chubb went after that. And I think Alex is a 1,000% going Tyreek here or Austin Eckler or Kelsey. Yeah, right. I mean, that's that's ultimately the question is, do I think Eckler can get back to me? So there's uh, four picks uh, between this pick and when I pick again. Um, also on the board is Aaron Jones, Kelsey, Stefan Diggs, Hopkins, Joe Mixon, Najee Harris. Um, so I, I personally don't want to take Travis Kelsey early um, because I think that there's enough other tight end value, specifically with Darren Waller, and maybe even Hawkinson um, in the fifth that I, I think I can kind of 
I, I think it'd be tough to pass on a running back in the first two rounds. Um, so if you're going to go, I can't do Tyreek and I can't do Kelsey um, sort of thing. So what what would you do here, Jason? I mean, I I think that this is... I would take Tyreek. I, I think this is a, an Austin Eckler pick. Mm, um, that's terrible. But, but the reason I'm going to take Tyreek Hill is because I'm going to try to hope that Austin Eckler falls through. So I think Kelsey and Aaron Jones are going to be two of the four picks um, and then hope that somebody goes digs um, and hopefully I can get Eckler to come back around. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Tyreek Hill. We, we've talked about how much he does with how little, um, well, we say little, but just his touchdown rate he is the best quarterback in the NFL. So yeah, Tyreek Hill. Is what I'm going to go here. Aaron Jones follows Stefan Diggs. Uh, Austin Eckler goes at pick one of round two and then Travis Kelsey. Ouch. So, so now I'm kind of screwed, right? Because no, I don't think you're screwed. You got Najee if you want that RB1. I think he'll be fine. And you have Antonio Gibson. I would not pick Mixon. You could go wide receiver heavy if you wanted to, I guess. But Yeah, but so like Mixon's ADP is 16. Uh, I guess we're currently at pick 14, so it's not that big of a reach. Najee's at 17, Gibson's at 19, and then Clyde Edwards-Alaire's at 23, J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift. So as you can kind of tell listening to this, the running backs fall off a cliff. Um, you yeah. know, would I, you know, and that's why I was saying, you know, hoping that Eckler falls. If I take Eckler there, then the chance, like, I'm very comfortable with taking DeAndre Hopkins or even Calvin Ridley here. Um, so but it's should. really, but it's really hard to do that when you already have Tyree Kill staring um, at your face, right? And I don't love like so. Kelsey went. So do I just pass completely on running back here? That's a that's a tough, that's a tough work. I would take Najee. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Uh, I think it has higher upside than Mixon. I actually like Joe Mixon a lot this year, um, but I don't. I like him more at the end of round two, middle of round two, than I do than I do here. Najee's upside based on that preseason game is is crazy uh, with his pass catching ability. So uh, I I feel like you just have to take a running back early, otherwise you're in big trouble. Yeah, and Antonio Gibson goes right in front of me, which is upsetting. Um, man, do I have options though? Lord, I love picking at this end. Uh, so after Najee Harris, DK Metcalf, uh, Joe Mixon, DeAndre, Pat Mahomes, and Antonio Gibson went, I have Calvin Ridley staring at me in the face, AJ Brown, George Kittle, Clyde Edwards Alaire, Jay Jeffy, L. Heffy, my boy, uh, JK Dobbins, and D. Waller. Um, yeah. That that's an abundance of riches. I feel like I'm almost forced to pick somebody on my end, whereas on on the front end, you're just like I have options. I have all the options, and um, you know, I am really pleased with the options on the comeback. I'm really really liking some Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the second round. I think he. He's a hell of a second round target. I think he could easily have 300 plus total touches this season without Lev Bell. Um, they're going to score a ton. 
man, he could be something else. He could be yeah, really he had, something else. He, he had 181 carries for 800 yards last year as a rookie uh, in an explosive offense. He also had 36 catches on 54 targets. Uh, again, year one in an offense where he kind of st- took a step back. Um, I mean, he was going, you know, early round two last year, and now he's, he's going later in drafts than he was a year ago, which is crazy. Yeah. My greed, however, did catch up to me. The three guys I was targeting on the way back, because I knew Ridley would be gone, but the three guys I wanted a chance at any one of the three on the loop around was Kittle, Waller, and Justin Jefferson. And all three went the very three picks in a row before me. So that hurts. So I'm really without a great wide receiver one or a fantastic tight end. I disagree. There's plenty of wide receivers here. There are plenty of wide receivers here, but I also see David Montgomery, who was a top five running back last year. So it's like my guy. Do you? And there's Josh Allen here still. You know, there's some good wideouts. There's some really good wideouts. Keenan Allen. Yeah. Keenan Allen is sitting here at the three, four, the fourth pick of the third round. He had a seven yard average average depth of target last season. Calvin Ridley's Kevin Ridley's was more than 12. So uh and it, he slumped real hard also. Uh for everybody interested in Keenan Allen last year without Eekler on the field, Keenan Allen put up almost 18 points a game. Last year with Austin Eekler on the field, Keenan Allen put up 11 points a game. Like the setback was real. I'm going scary, Terry. F1. Oh, Keenan Allen is falling. Look at that. One pick in mm-hmm. front of you. Yeah, he did not fall to me, and neither did Allen Robinson, and neither did David Montgomery. Um, and, Shooting from uh, other, the hip here. Yeah, other picks included Chris Carson and DeAndre Swift in the second round. So, all right, I got Tyreek Hill. I got Najee Harris. Uh, Najee, a rookie. Uh, Tyreek is a known. If we just look at the running backs right here, it is all of a sudden brutal. Josh Jacobs, um, who he he was really good last year, um, or at least I thought he was fine. um, With uh, I had 273 carries, 1,000 yards, 12 touchdowns. Uh, That's nothing to sneeze at. Uh, More carries than the year before, more touchdowns than the year before, more catches than the year before. So this is this is probably a a very solid pick here. Um, But you you look at after that, Miles Sanders, Daryl Henderson, Travis Etienne, Gaskin, Kareem Hunt. Yuck. See, I'd rather have. I mean, with the Kenyon Drake signing, though, like I'm not. No, I know. I'm not about I'm not about the Josh Jacobs experience as much after they signed Drake. Like part of me really would if you're gonna look running back here, I would tell you to oh, I would I would be borderline considering telling you to reach for Daryl Henderson, whose ADP is forty one. He would definitely be there on the way back around. I guess if you wanted to go running back, I would say just take Henderson next turn and probably go Josh Allen here. Yeah, so I uh, I'm taking a wide receiver. Mike Evans is still here. He's never had under a thousand yards in a season. Um, he is, you know, it's one of the the biggest passing offenses in the NFL. Um, uh, CD Lamb just went. Josh Jacobs went the pick after 
uh, your guy, Daryl Henderson, went and Josh Allen went on the turn. So that leaves me at wide receiver with Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin, Robert Woods, DJ Moore. Um, again, running backs, there's not much. This is a place where you could pull, uh, pull a quarterback move. So now that Josh Allen's gone, you know, does the wide receiver or sorry, does the quarterback run happen? Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott. Uh, it's one of those things is, uh, do I want to draft, 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 draft Lamar Jackson and fulfill my fantasies? Uh, probably not uh, this early. I'd probably wait another round to see if him or Dak fall back to me. Um, so I, for me, we talked about it on the wide receiver podcast. If you haven't listened to it yet, I think it was the best podcast we've done uh, so far from a statistics and logical standpoint of the top 12 wide receivers. Uh, we both think Amari Cooper is going to just be unbelievable. Um, so taking him here in the fourth round, uh, I'm very okay with Tyree Kill, Mike Evans, and Amari Cooper to go with Najee Harris is pretty nasty. Oh boy. All right. Um really annoyed that you took Amari because that's what I was praying would fall to me. So that hurts on the inside. Um <laughs> sugar. After that went Miles Sanders, Julio went in the fourth, Lamar Jackson, Godwin, and DJ Moore. Uh, tight ends, I have Kyle Pitts looking at me. I might try to play the ADP game to see if he gets back to me because two of the three people in front of me already have a tight end. Running backs, there's damn near no one. Uh, quarterbacks, Kyler? Kyler? Again, we say this, we say this uh, all the time, and that is you have to get an advantage at at least either the tight end or quarterback position, one of the two in the first six rounds. So you got to, I think you have to take one of those two positions early. If you swing and miss on tight end, I would gravitate towards like a Josh Allen pick. Or, I don't know, try to get Kyler or something like I'm definitely taking Kyler Murray right there at the end of the fourth. There goes Kyle Pitts, which sucks because I wanted him on the wrap. <laughs> and now he's gone. Um, he did not play the one team that dra- that didn't have a tight end between me picking the second pick picked him, of course. Uh, Pitts did not play in the preseason opener. Uh, coaches said that if they felt that he was flagging behind, they would have played him. But they Uh-oh, think he's that means he's good. They think he's right on schedule. So they're they just, left. They're him. just hiding him for week one. Definitely. Um, so that leaves Mark Anders and TJ Hawkinson and some wide receivers. But you know. It's blowing up on the YouTubes right now. I don't think I'd be doing Mike Davis any honest or any service if I didn't pick him right there and honor the man. Mike Davis starting running back. He's going to be a solid or running back to, I think, top half running back to. So that's uh, what running backs 13 through like 16, 17. What are you thinking here? Yeah, so uh, TJ Hawkinson and Mark Andrews also went between uh, me and Jason. Uh, Tyler Lockett and Adam Thielen. Fifth round picks, Adam Thielen. Crazy. Um, where he's been basically a wide receiver one the last couple of years. Uh, going in the end of round five. And your um, second running back sucks. 
And my second running back will suck. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I'm left with Chase Edmonds, Javante Williams from Denver, James Robinson, Raheem Mostert, Melvin Gordon, Ronald Jones, Damian Harris, uh, Trey Sermon, Leonard Fournette, David Johnson, who didn't even start uh, like for Houston, um, Michael Carter. It's a bloodbath for a running back. Yikes. Um, and, the, and the crazy thing is, is I want to take another wide receiver, even though I already have three, because Deontay Johnson's sitting there. So yeah. like, like, <laughs> yeah. And, and I and I know that that's not how you construct a roster, right? Because if you're doing two running backs, two wide receivers, and a flex spot, and I already have two wide receivers and a flex spot filled, but I think Deontay Johnson has wide receiver one upside, and I oh. think all. Th- all three of my wide receivers currently have wide receiver one upside or are wide receiver ones. Do you just take Deontay and try to trade him and figure it out later? If you could get a trade done, but I, uh, personally, I would say no, I, I would bite the bullet. I would get that advantage at that other position. I would take Dak here. That's why I, I agree do. with you. Hoping that Deontay falls and oh. he just did not fall. Um, so Kenny, so of course, we just talked about there being no running backs, right? So four wide receivers go between me and me again, where Kenny Galladay, uh, Chase for Cincinnati, the rookie, Michael this Thomas. This is exactly De- what I wanted to happen. And Deontay Johnson uh, went. Um, so now, all of a sudden, the wide receivers look at Brandon Ayuk, T. Higgins, Odell, Chase Claypool, Cortland Sutton, DJ Chark, Juju Smith-Schuster, Debo Samuel. Yeah, but if you don't take a running back here, you will not have a second one. Like, you will be starting a bench player as your RB2 every week, and you will hate yourself. That's probably true. So, who like, Chase Edmonds, I don't think is the right answer. No, he's he his ADP is way too high. But uh, Damian Harris, I think, could be a hell of a sleeper. I agree. Uh, I love Damien Harris, and I think I can wait around to get him because his, James, he's projected to go in 20 more picks. James Robinson, I don't necessarily hate that much here. Uh, True. Javante Williams, early, but maybe. Yeah, it's it's nasty. So if you're not coming out of the first couple rounds without two running backs, you're you're just effed. Uh, is is kind of what I'm learning here. Well, Melvin Gordon, aka the the big groin, you know, <laughs> injured his groin already in the preseasons and did not play. And Javante Williams had five totes for 29 yards. So I'm just saying, yeah. Uh, to avoid both, I will take James Robinson here. Oh, um, okay. I I don't I don't love it. I I would have preferred to take Deontay and Dak there instead of Dak and James Robinson. Even though my team roster construction wouldn't make any sense. It would make less than no sense. That's um, correct. Tight ends. I'm still needing one. I've Goddard, Fant, and Logan Thomas staring at me. But the three teams between my next pick all have tight ends. So I'm not going to waste my first pick on a tight end here. Uh, moving on to receiver. I have Odell, Claypool, Cortland Sutton, DJ Charks, Ms. Schuster, Debo. Robbie looking at me, really the only name I like out of those. I think Odell is head and shoulders above the rest of them. 
running back, all the running backs that I had interest in went. Uh, <laughs> except like I kind of like Damian Harris and I kind of like Trey Sermon. Um, but I mean, you don't have a wide receiver two yet, and Odell, Chase Claypool, Cortland Sutton, Juju Smith Schuster are sitting there looking nice and pretty. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Odo Beckham Jr. can't stay healthy and is a freaky, freaky man. Cortland Sutton coming off injury. <laughs> DJ Chark coming off injury. Juju. Uh, Debo Samuel coming off injury. Like everybody here has hair on them. Like they're all hairy picks. Well, they're men. I, I would assume they have hair on them. Um. So I'm going to go Odell. I guess. And just, yay. That's a pick I feel either way about. Yeah. Uh, no old. running backs went. So, hey, I'm gonna... Man, do I believe in Raheem Mostert staying healthy? Uh, no, I drafted Trey Sermon. I kind of hate that pick, but I probably should have taken a tight end, if I'm being honest. But I really didn't want to take Noah Fant. Yeah, I I feel you. This is um, for for me. This is a pretty clear pick, uh, and somebody I was really hoping would fall uh, fall back to me, which was Damian Harris, um, who looked you know above average um, last year when he stayed healthy. Uh, and by all yeah. indications, I mean Bill Belichick has talked him up already as him being a guy that uh, is um, taking a leap from year one to year two, which you always like to hear a prominent coach say that. Uh, especially about a rookie running back. Um, you know, Mac Jones didn't look terrible. The the thing with Damian Harris, his value's crushed if Cam Newton's playing because of the goal line carries. If, That's why if, I didn't pick him explicitly right, if, for that reason. I did not say yeah. why I didn't pick him. I did not pick Damian Harris because of Cam Newton running the offense. And also he won't catch passes. That's it, right? I mean, that's that's the number one, number one reason. Um, but with that being said, I think Mac Jones plays at some point. I think we all saw the Cam Newton experience last year, and it was very underwhelming. Um, and Bill Belichick likes to run a more traditional offense, um, so I, I will ride with Damian Harris here um, because I'm so weak uh, on running back. You kind of have to take a shot in the dark here uh, and hope that either James Robinson or Damien, uh, Damien hits. Um, all right. Back around, uh, Stafford, Melvin Gordon, Dallas Goddard, uh, went in round eight. No, thank you. Uh, keep in mind, uh, Zach Ertz is still alive and had a couple targets, uh, in the first preseason game. Um, Dallas Goddard going as early as he is, um, to me is just crazy. Um, so to, to me, this is a pretty clear Logan Thomas pick, um, at, at the tight end spot. I uh, just signed a new contract, I believe, um, that extended him a couple of years. Um, they, yeah, for a three-year contract extension. Um, he's 6'6", 250, and uh, has a legit quarterback throwing him the ball this year. Uh, after having a above average um, year last year, 72 catches on 110 targets, um, is just fine for this spot. So round eight, uh, finally get my tight end. And I am just absolutely effed at tight end. 
It's true. So I got Bobby T. Bobby T's me, please me. Robert Tanyan looking at me. Uh, that doesn't appeal to me at all, though. I'm still thin at wide receiver. I got Tyler Boyd, Brandon Cooks, Jarvis Landry, Curtis Samuel, Jalen Waddle, LaVisca looking at me. I already have four running backs. You might like that probably is a good indication of how I feel where the values are in the mid to late rounds. Like the second half of the draft, there's just no running backs I want on my team. Um, I already have four running backs. I'm going to add Brandon Cooks here and I am just going to absolutely punt the hell out of a tight end. So Yeah, and and people forget about Brandon Cooks last year. Um he was wide receiver 15. Um and if Deshaun Watson's going to play with no um Will Fuller on that roster, um like yes, please. Um I, I think I think he's going to be really great. Keep in mind he closed out week 16 and week 17 last year. Um, with uh, seven catches for 141 yards and a touchdown and 11 catches for 166 yards and two touchdowns. Um, so he was getting tons of targets at the end. Yeah, that didn't suck. Uh, I think Brandon Cooks is definitely a high-end wide receiver too. Um, and if, if only, Deshaun only plays. if. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know what? Right here though wide receiver four like do you hate Antonio Brown right here or do you like LaVisca more or Jarvis Landry or Tyler Boyd uh, I actually don't like LaVisca Chenault at all um, oh the the Marvin like I think Marvin Jones is gonna be the wide receiver one there and I don't think really? DJ Chark I don't think DJ Chark just died um and the way that they're gonna use Travis Etienne um I I will not have LaVisca Chenault on a single team this year. Okay. You will not have him on a single team. Uh, they're still moving around the formation a bit. They're saying he could mix in some more deep routes this year, given Trevor Lawrence is there. Uh, a couple beat writers think that he might be the go-to receiver for Lawrence, but it's all speculation. Nobody's been Nobody's seen it. So I don't know if I want to go that route or go Antonio Brown here and just an offense I know that will work. So that's what I'm going to do. I I think I'm going to have some Antonio Brown shares this year. That's a couple drafts here now. We're back to back. A.B.'s on the team. Yeah, and... Um, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure that when he played last year, he averaged like 11 points a game. Um, Dude just, was not just bad. Off, yeah, just off the top of my head. Um, he, he was really good when he put, when you know he actually joined the team and was active. He had four um, touchdowns in his last three games. Uh, he had uh, seven targets, five catches, 93 yards and a score. Six targets, four catches, 35 yards, but a score. And then Atlanta, week 17, 14 targets, 11 catches, 140 yards, and two touchdowns. So. All right, back to, uh, back to the running back train here, probably for me, um, just trying to, to take shots in the dark. So Kenyon Drake, Sears, Devin Singletary, Gus Edwards, Tony Pollard, Naheem Hines, Jamal Williams for Detroit uh, after leaving Green Bay. Um I, I'm a proponent of the Gus bus. 
um, in round nine here. I think he has upside um, and performed, you know, admirably well. Um, also keep in mind that his carries the last three years for Baltimore, he had 137 in 11 games, 133 in 2019, 144 in 2020. Um, I mean, if he's going to get the ball 10 times a game with a, you know, potential injury away from JK Dobbins, um, where he's going to play even when Dobbins is healthy, um, and could be a fine bi-week replacement if you need one. Um, I will take the Gus bus, um, Gus bus here just cause I, I enjoy his con- like low level consistency with a higher upside. Do you disagree? No, no, that was more Gus Edwards analysis than I thought I would ever hear. That was really, a, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I mean, he's, he's the goal line back and just a plotter I and mean, he's, I don't know. I think it's the J.K. Dobbins experience this year. I think there's a reason that he went at the end of the second round. I am all in on J.K. I think he has the talent to do it. My only concern about J.K. is not Gus Edwards, but Lamar. All right. Um, kind of take a shot in the dark here on a wideout. Um, so is it Mike Williams for the Chargers, Marquise Brown oh. for Baltimore, which I just don't want to do again. Um, Michael Gallup for Dallas is their fourth wide receiver, uh, third wide receiver. Either way, I, I think you can find somebody else. Um, love Darnell Mooney. I feel like he's kind of like a Deshaun Jackson type um, going forward that they're going to try to take a deep shot with him a couple times a game. And now that he might have a competent quarterback um, that can get him the ball, it wouldn't surprise me to see him have a couple long touchdowns this year. But then you got to kind of guess the week that it's going to happen. Um, and Henry Ruggs is here as well, um, who second year wide out, um, played in a somewhat complicated offense. Um, according to this, he's put on 13 pounds since last year, which I he's enjoy. Um, and he's the wide receiver boy. one there. Um, well, I guess John Brown and, and Brian Edwards are there, but uh, Henry Ruggs is freaking fast. So... Let's uh, was a thick boy. No, 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 I will take uh take Henry Ruggs here. Dude, thick boy season. Like a thick. Uh I'm gonna draft a starting running back at the end of the tenth round by the name of Philip Lindsay. Got the starting nod over uh David Johnson, who said it is tough finding snaps right now. It is going to be real tough when Philip Lindsay starts all season. Oh man, uh, well, well, Mark Mark Ingram is also on that team, um, so I I have a hard time drafting any of them with any confidence, uh, and I'm fairly confident you will drop him after the first. Tyler Higby and Gronk went at the turn, thus solidifying the fact that I will not draft a tight end <laughs> until it is the last pick of the draft at this point. Like this is just silliness. Um, yeah. So I'm just going to keep punting that. And, uh, who's like a rookie that could do well. Uh, Kenny Gainwell, Chuba Hubbard, probably not. Ramondre Stevenson, probably not. JV and Hawkins. Do I hedge my, Mike Davis with the 5'8 JV and Hawkins. Is that threatening? 
Probably not. Um, all right, fine. I'm going to do it. I'm going to draft Deshaun Watson because that is a hell of a value if he plays this season. He's going at the end of drafts. He has not been suspended yet. I think he's damn better than anybody else that you're going to be able to pick up and add to the end of your bench. So if you do, especially if you miss on quarterback, I did not miss on quarterback with Kyler in the fourth. But if I had drafted like, I don't know, this team 11 here is starting Matt Stafford, which is real rough or the guy starting Tom Brady. Uh, I would much rather have Deshaun Watson if he plays. If so. he plays. And how have they not made that decision up yet? Yeah. Um, for, for the reference, a little upset when it comes around 11 is Marvin Jones just went. Uh, I brought him up previously, but he had three catches for 52 yards in the first preseason game, um, including a kind of a broken play where um, where he was looked to by my rookie Trevor Lawrence. Um, so I, I actually really love Marvin Jones value in the 11th round um, as an FYI going forward. Um, this is, again, just a just a mess. And regardless of if you look at, at a roster and you're like, man, I don't really like any of these guys. There's one not, person I love that I think is the obvious pick. Do not take a kicker defense until the last two rounds. Just don't All, do it. And only if if you you have to, because there are some leagues where you do not have to have a fill out a full roster with all the positions. So if you don't have to do that, do not draft a kicker or a defense at all. And instead fill out the end of your bench. Yeah. uh, I will take another uh, running back here. I'll take Naheem Hines. um, Not bad. um, Was fine last year. Uh, Again, Marlon Max back who I, uh, Madden thinks is better than uh, Jonathan Taylor. It's um, the Marlon Mack attack. I, I like Marlon Mack. Um, He's okay. I think he'll actually I think he'll be productive or be it annoying enough. Um, Russell Gage is here uh, who um, is going to be wide receiver two for Atlanta. Um, but there's still I mean T.Y. Hilton's out there who's Theoretically, wide receiver one for Indy if Carson Wentz plays um, week one. I think he's fine. Um, Did the guy that you love or that you liked go? No. Who am I missing? T.Y. Hilton. Let me just read you. You did say his name? I did, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I like T.Y. He had a really, really strong second half of the season last year. Uh, and is basically being left for dead right now, uh, even though he basically finished the season averaging like 17 points from week 12 on. So, yeah, T.Y. could be a thing. You just really need Carson Wentz to come back because Jacob Eason is not it. And by by all indications, um, Nelson and Wentz are on progress or are on track to play week one. If that's the case, T.Y. Hilton in round 12, you can do a lot, a lot worse. Yep. Um, so I'm supposed to draft the tight end here. Uh, there's basically garbage left, like absolute garbage. Gun to my head, I would probably take Blake Jarwin out of the trash heap that's left. 
So that's that's where I'm at. Gun to my head. I'm looking at Blake Jarwin. So that's just fantastic. But you know, I I would be remiss if I didn't honor a future Hall of Famer and draft Alan Lazard in the twelfth round. <laughs> the Lazard King is coming home. So if uh, if you don't get that reference, I don't blame you. Uh, Jason bet me a million dollars that Alan Lazard was going to be a future NFL Hall of Famer last year. And I'm going to win. And so when this podcast uh, takes off someday and we're making millions, uh, I just get to I just get to keep all of it. Yeah, there you go. That's how that works. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So we're uh, we're on kicker defense here. Uh, We're only doing a 14 round draft. any any defenses you like this year, Jason? The Steelers. That's why I picked them. Okay, they led the league in sacks last year. I, I really enjoy Washington's num, 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 num. defense as well. Um, other defenses that went: Bucks, who uh, were dominant last year; uh, Ravens, Rams, and Forty Niners. Um, the Dolphins are here, which I still think are going to be a great defense. Um, I called them as being a top. Did I say top 10 last year? And they definitely were. Um, so they're they're still there. I'm I'm partial to them. Um, the the Bears, after a rough year last year, um, I'm expecting them to bounce back actually with a with a competent quarterback. The fact that um, you've gone 73 seconds talking consecutively about defenses, <laughs> I am so ready for mock draft season to be over. Let's go. Okay. Who's you? Give me give me 74 seconds on kickers and begin. All right. So if you want to draft a kicker, you want to draft a kicker that one either can make a 50 yard plus field goals, depending on what your league settings are, because if you're getting five points for over 50 yarders, take one of them. So you're looking at like a Greg Zerline for Dallas, high powered offense that's going to score a lot of points. Um, and I mean, his nickname is Greg the Lego, right? Traditionally, Will Lutz would be somebody, oh, Drew Brees, like in a dome, fantastic. But you don't know if it's going to be um, or you don't know who their quarterback's going to be. So that's somebody I would probably pass on um, because Jameis is probably going to throw interceptions and Taysom Hill is probably just going to run on fourth down instead of kicking field goal. Um, 40 seconds in. Um, So again, take somebody that's going to score a lot. Um, that's why I would take Greg Zerline because I think they're going to be on a very high scoring offense. You finished 20 seconds short. So whatever. That congrats. Was, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? Thank you. I'm going to take Robbie gold. Thanks, Robbie. Do you? And that does it for our mock draft. What we're going to do now is just have a brief chat, review our teams and tell everybody why, uh, why we think I had the better draft than Alex. Um, so head to head, let's just kind of run down by position. So starting off with quarterbacks, I ended up with Kyler Murray and I have Deshaun Watson on the bench. He ended up with Dak. I think I get that nod. Don't, wouldn't you say? No, I disagree. Okay. The guy had a dislocated ankle and Kyler Murray was a top three quarterback and you disagree. Yeah, uh, again, if you'd like to check our quarterback rankings on the fantasyfootballsackos.com, 
Um, Jason has Dak Prescott ranked as the number two quarterback this year. Uh, I have Dak ranked him as the number three quarterback. Um, and uh, Josh he is Josh Allen at one, Dak at two, Kyler Murray at three, and Patrick Mahomes at four. You're so in case, in case you were wondering if Jason's arguing against himself, the answer is yes. This is ridiculous. Uh, very remarkably inconsistent. Um, so I personally have Dak Prescott ranked ahead of Kyler Murray and so does Jason, but he would take Kyler Murray in front of Dak. Ladies and gentlemen, Jason Shellcross. I, I hate you so much. All right. Running backs. Why don't you talk me through your elite grouping, please? Who do you have? Yeah. So I'm in, I'm in rough shape, uh, for sure at running back. So I, pa- I pass on Austin Eckler in the first round to take Tyree Kill. Um, in retrospect, I much have, I much rather would have had Austin Eckler and Najee in the first two rounds with Evans, Cooper, and then Deontay Johnson uh, yeah. instead of instead of Tyreek and Najee. Have Austin Eckler and Najee, Evans, Cooper, Deontay Johnson. Um, but alas, this is how how it ended up. So. Najee, James Robinson, Damian Harris, Gus Edwards, Naheem Hines. It'll be serviceable. Um, definitely running back too weak. Um, so in retrospect, I think that, you know, you don't know how the draft's going to fall. But if you, if you could lock in Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, and Deontay Johnson in rounds three through five, um, my God. Yeah, that's pretty bananas, huh? Yeah. Um. My running backs put his to shame with Zeke, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, and Mike Davis, and then uh, Sermon and Lindsay on the bench. I think Sermon could be a second half contributor. Lindsay, you just don't know what that backfield is going to shake out as. Uh, Zeke and Clyde Edwards, Alaire, I think both have the potential to finish as uh, running back ones. Mike Davis would have to have one hell of a season. Uh, to to finish up there, but I don't think it's necessarily out of the realm of possibilities. I I do believe he will at least have some running back one weeks if he doesn't finish there. Um, I think he's a well, really good value in the fourth and, or in and the fifth it, round rather. Yeah, and and think about what I, I know. It's a slightly different offense with uh with the Titans coordinator uh going down there to be their head coach, but I mean think about what what. Broken ass Todd Gurley did last year. I mean, yeah. he fell he fell down a couple times and scored like eleven touchdowns. Yeah. Um. So if Mike Davis is able to do anything, um, I, I think at one, I think what was it through like um eight weeks, like Todd Gurley was a top five back. Like I don't know if it was five was, or ten, but yeah, he was up there for sure. He was scoring so many touchdowns. So I love everything about Mike Davis this year. Yeah, I think he's a huge value going in the fifth round right now. Well, actually, I had to reach down to get him because I knew Alex would have picked him if I left him for him. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see his ADP continue to climb. Uh, he's He's been, I think, one of the better offseason movers in terms of ADP so far. Um, but I really love Clyde Edwards-Alaire at the end of the second round. I think that could be a huge value. Got him as the 14th running back off the board. Uh, I did give up Justin Jefferson and Darren Waller to get him, mm-hmm. which I have mixed feelings about because my receivers now are McLaurin, Odell, Brandon Cooks, and Antonio Brown, which honestly, though, I am fine with. Like, I have McLaurin. I have the wide receiver one. Cooks, if Deshaun plays, is a bona fide wide receiver too. And Odell, I mean, who knows? Who knows what that'll be? Yep. 
Um, so I'm really okay. I think, um, uh, the one thing I'm just pissed out, pissed I missed out on is Waller in the third. I, re- I really would have rather taken Waller there and then just taken a bunch of receivers in a row and not taken Murray in the fourth. That would have been my dream scenario. Yeah. And, and again, this is one of those things where if you're in the top three, the, the picks just fall so much better than even at four, right? Because like, yeah, yeah you, lo- you love Clyde Edwards Hilaire there. But I really wanted Jay Jeff or Waller and not McLaurin at the wraparound on the third pick. Right. Exactly. Even and Kittle, uh, I would have been okay with. And Calvin Ridley, like we both have ranked at five, I believe, um, this season. So, like, team three has McCaffrey, Riddle, Ridley, and Waller. That's just nasty. It's, it's just disgusting. Yeah. Um, so, again, that's the benefit for, for picking in the top three. Um, when it comes to wide receivers for me, obviously, um, pretty pretty stacked. Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, uh, all wide receiver one upside, high wide receiver one upside. Um, so, yeah, love it. I'm set. And with Which, the, with the Coop, Cooper and Dak uh, stack, too, is pretty dirty. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that does it for this podcast. And I think everybody can safely say that I won this battle pretty handily so thank you (laughs) alex for coming out and trying to compete better luck next draft next mock uh thank you uh i look forward to um using your rankings and not doing what they say like you do yeah and i look forward to another mock mock baby i just i had to get that drop in at some point Oh, is that the 80 please me? No, it was muck, muck, baby. Oh, sorry. I can't hear it. Um, yeah, so again, ch- check out all the rankings on the Fantasy Football Sackos. Um, please rate, review us, subscribe, download. Uh, it helps us immensely. Um, help, help out your boys. Um, Fantasy Football season's coming. Like we said, our draft date, uh, which is nice. If you haven't yet, you should do so. Um, again, you should use sleeper, uh, to mock draft some different things, try some different things, draft from different positions, especially once you know where you're going to be drafting or what try order. some different positions. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, especially if you like Cowboys, um, see how many you can draft in a round, um, or in a, in a draft. Um, if you, uh, so yeah, once you know where you're drafting, you know, just mock over and over again and see like your team's probably going to end up very similar to what you mock. So yeah, check us out. Um, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we love your faces, even though we can't see them. Good night. Thank you for listening to another episode of the fantasy football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.